Welcome to Tairat Imecha Nachiomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rifka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divri Hayomin Bey's Perk Lamad Bey's Chapter 32. Chizkiyahu has been described as having done hatayv v'hayoshar v'ha'emes, what's good, what's right, and what's true, and he serves Hashem with all his heart. One might ask then why, as we see in this parak, an attack is launched on the kingdom of Yehuda, given that there have been so many examples of attack coming as punishment previously. Malbim addresses this, teaching that this attack by Sancheriv, king of Assyria, is not happening as a punishment for some sin, because it's the opposite, as attested to in Posuk 1, saying the attack occurs after these good matters and the truth, which Radak explains means Chizkiyahu and the people of Yehuda returning to the service of the God of truth. Malbim says Chizkiyahu performed all his service with emes, with truth and with a whole heart, and he did not incline from his good path. The attack by Sancheriv is not punishment. It is a situation divinely orchestrated in order for a miracle to come about and for the downfall of Sancheriv to occur. Suffering can come about in life for various reasons. Sometimes, Difficulties can be punishment, atonement, sometimes not, and we don't know. It's appropriate to consistently consider how we can improve and to react to life with a reflective approach on ourselves. But it's not within our capability or our job to definitively conclude, rather to learn. Hashem's calculations are perfect, precise, and complicated. So, after all the good, Sancheriv, king of Assyria, comes to Yehuda, Posuk 1, Vayichan al Heorim Habutsurais, he camped upon the fortified cities. Vayomer Levik Om Elov, he said to breach them to him. Matsuras Tsioin explains Levik Om to mean to break and to open the walls. Matsuras David explains that when it says he said to breach them, it means Sancheriv thought to breach them, and he actually did. Chizkiyahu sees that Sancheriv has come of la al Yerushalayim, and his face is to war against Yerushalayim. Chizkiyahu consults with his officers and warriors and decides to seal up the waters of the wells outside of the city. A lot of people gather and they seal up the wells and the stream whose water flows strongly, as per Matsuras Tsiain, through the land, which Malbim says is the Gichain. They do this saying, why should the kings of Assyria come and find a lot of water? Chizkiyahu strengthens himself and as explained by Malbim on Pasuk 5, he builds up the wall in the north of Yerushalayim that had previously been breached by Yoyosh, as mentioned in Perak 25. He builds a double wall with towers inside them. He strengthens the milieu of the city of David. He prepares weapons and shields. He places officers of war over the people, and he gathers them to him to the street at the city gate, and he speaks to their heart, saying, Pasukim 7-8, to Chizku v'imtsu. Al tiru v'al techatu mipne melech asher melifne kol hehamain asher imai ki imonu rav me imai. Be strong, 
and courageous. Do not fear. Do not be terrified because of the king of Assyria, nor from all the crowd with him. Because with us is something greater than is with him. Imai Zeroya Bosar. With him is an arm of flesh, obviously meaning human strength. Vaimonu Hashemalekenu le Ozrenu, Ulehilachim Melchamoisenu. But with us is Hashem, our God, to help us and to fight our wars. Sounds of similarity from Perak 1 of the book of Yehoshua ring through this speech. A real test is upon the people now. Will they be ready to lean on Hashem? To trust in Hashem's help? To tap into the mindset that Hashem's got this. End of Posuk 8. Vayisomchu ha'om al divrei yechizkiyohu melech Yehuda. The people relied on the words of Chizkiyahu, king of Yehuda. Sancheiriv then sends his servants to King Chizkiyahu and to all of Yehuda in Yerushalayim, while Sancheiriv is in Lochish with all of his government, so to speak. And his efforts to convince the people of Yehuda to abandon their support of Chizkiyahu are detailed in Pesukim 9 to 18. His servants deliver the message from Sancheiriv in the name of Sancheiriv, saying, On what are you placing your trust? That you dwell in siege in Yerushalayim. Isn't Chizkiyahu inciting you to give you over to death by famine and thirst, saying Hashem our God will save us from the hand of the king of Assyria? Isn't this the same Chizkiyahu who removed his high places, meaning Hashem's high places, and his altars, and spoke to Yehuda and Yerushalayim, saying, prostrate yourselves before and offer incense upon one altar. Metzudas David explains Sancheiriv is proposing that Chizkiyahu lessened the worship of Hashem by restricting its location so Hashem won't help him. This is obviously totally erroneous, but it's his tactic. They continue delivering Sancheiriv's message. Don't you know what I have done, I and my forefathers, to all the peoples of the lands? Did the gods of the nations of the lands have any ability to save their land from my hand? Who of all the gods of these nations whom my forefathers destroyed was able to save its people from my hand? That your god should be able to save you from my hand? So now, don't give yourselves to Chizkiyohu. And don't be enticed like this and don't believe him because no god of any nation or kingdom will be able to save its people from my hand and from the hand of my fathers, even more so, your god will not save you from my hand. And his servants speak more against Hashem and against Chizkiyahu, his servant. As part of his campaign, he also writes letters cursing Hashem and saying Hashem won't save them. They call out loudly in the Jewish language to the people of Yerushalayim who are on the wall to frighten them and to confuse them so they'll be able to capture the city. They speak about the God of Yerushalayim as if speaking about gods of the peoples of the lands who are man-made. Posuk 20, Vayispalel yechizkiyohu ha-melech, v'yeshayohu v'n'amaitz ha-novi al-zeis, v'yizaku ha-shomayim, chizkiyohu the king and yeshayohu the son of Amaitz, the prophet, prayed about this. They cried out to the heavens. Posuk 21, v'yishlach Hashem malach 
Vayachachid kol gibar chayel v'nogid v'sar b'machane melech asher. Hashem sent an angel who annihilated every warrior, leader and officer in the camp of the king of Assyria. And then Sanchiriv v'yoshov b'voishas ponim l'artsai. V'yavoy beis eloihov u'mitsiei me'ov shom hipiluhu v'chorev. He returned embarrassed to his land. He came to the house of his God and his own offspring caused him to fall by the sword there. Posuk 22 Hashem saved Chizkiyahu and the inhabitants of Yerushalayim from the hand of Sanchiriv, king of Assyria, and from the hand of all. And, as per Matsuras Dovid, Hashem made it the situation that everyone surrounding them behaved pleasantly and compassionately with them. Many people bring gifts to Hashem, to Yerushalayim, and precious things to Chizkiyahu, and from then he is highly regarded by all the nations, as per Posuk 23. Matsuras Dovid says after the miracle occurring for him, he was highly regarded and respected. Three days before the defeat of Sanchiriv, says Matsuras Dovid, Chizkiyahu becomes sick. Posuk 24. In those days, Chizkiyahu became deathly sick. He prayed to Hashem. Hashem spoke to him and gave him a wonder. Matsudas Dovid explains that Hashem told him his prayer had been accepted and he will live. And Hashem also gave him a wonder about this, as is referred to in the book of Kings. This Mophis, wonder or miracle being referred to, is as told about in the book of Kings, which Malbim says is called a Mophis here, because this refers to something going outside of its nature, that the sun stood and the shade inclined. Posuk 25, but Chizkiyahu did not respond with the appropriate reciprocation because his heart was proud and anger was upon him and upon Yehuda and Yerushalayim. Malbim explains the response to be about the Mophis, which he attributed as being for his own honour, but it was actually to increase the level of Yisrael so their enemies would be afraid because of them. And Malbim says that the pride of his heart is in reference to Posuk 27 later, where it says that he made treasuries for gold and silver, which is forbidden to a king. Posuk 26, Chizkiyahu humbled himself from the pride of his heart, he and the inhabitants of Yerushalayim, and the anger of Hashem did not come upon them in the days of Chizkiyahu. Psukim 27-29 describe Chizkiyahu's very great wealth and honour, the treasuries he made for himself for silver, gold and precious stones, and for spices, shields and all desirable vessels, the storage houses for crops and stables for all types of animals, cities he built for himself, great flocks of sheep and cattle, because Hashem gave him abundant possession. Pesukim 30 and 31 mention Chizkiyahu's stopping up the upper sources of the Gichain waters, him being successful in all his works, Hashem testing him. Pesuk 32 tells us that the rest of Chizkiyahu's matters and his kindnesses are written in the vision of Yeshayahu son of Amites, the prophet, and, as per Matsudas David, 
in the book of the kings of Yehuda and Yisrael. Posuk 33, Vayishkav Yehizkiyahu im Avesov, Vayik Baruhu, Bema'ale Kivrevene David, Vachavayd Asulay Vmaisay, Kol Yehuda Vyeshve Yerushalayim. Chizkiyahu lay with his fathers. They buried him in the uppermost part of the graves of the descendants of David. All Yehuda and the inhabitants of Yerushalayim gave him honour in his death. Vayimleich Menashe v'noyitachtov. Menashe, his son, reigned in his stead. Thank you for studying together. Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Rachel Bas Arie Leib and Rachel Zeitlin, Rachel Bas Schleimer.